Hey guys, it's Jenna on a very random, unplanned mini-sode of Generally Speaking. Um, this is so random and so unplanned, in fact, that it's just going to be me. I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, I just wanted to talk about something really quick. So yesterday, um, we put out our new episode, our body positivity episode. Frankie was my co-host on that and she was amazing and I just felt like she knew exactly what I was trying to say and the message that I was trying to get across um and the feedback I've gotten from you guys on it is honestly so amazing because a it makes me feel like I'm not alone like I am not the only one that goes into like panic sweats when I think about having to post something on social media about myself or overthinks an outfit because what is this going to highlight? What is this going to put out there? How are people, what are people going to say about this outfit? Or I'm not the only one that dresses like a homeless bridge person on purpose and looks like that literally on purpose. It's just like as a re- repellent, like just to get the eyes off me and like not get attention. Um, and I, I just am so grateful and I think it's so amazing. The people that have said that this episode helped them. Um, somebody said that this episode um, made them look back on like 20 years of, you know, body shaming and like not liking themselves and not being comfortable um, with how they felt about themselves. Um, so if if that episode did that for you, I just can't like I'm smiling from ear to ear right now just thinking about it. Um so thank you for that. Um So that episode came out yesterday. Um it's Sunday today. It's nine o'clock at night, nine fifteen nine sixteen, and we're gonna be exact. Um I just got home from my day. So Sundays, especially in the summer, are like me and Jeffrey days. Like I try to make every day a me and Jeffrey day, but like Sundays for sure. I try not to schedule things with people or if I do, it's like when we're already wrapping up our day, when me and him have already had time together and we're sick of each other. Um, and in the summer, like all we do is go to the beach and I feel like today kicked that off for us. Um, we went to the beach and if you know my son, if you know Jeffrey, Yes, he has like a little bit of shyness, but he, he like, he is who he is and he shines in who he is and he's just the sweetest little guy and like the funniest kid. Um, and so as a mom, as a parent, you see your kids and you see how great they are and you see how amazing they are and... You could never think that, like, you don't like to think about how the world is going to treat them. Or how the world is going to be mean to them or, like, take away their innocence. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So we were at the beach today and... There weren't a lot of people. It was like a private beach. Um, 
And this family came up with like a bunch of kids and there had already been a few kids there that Jeffrey wanted to play with. But because he is so shy for like a minute and a half of his life, um, he wanted so badly to go and talk to them and ask them to play and he wouldn't do it on his own. And like, I'm super adamant about that stuff or like... I won't really coddle him in that because I want him to develop um, like that outgoingness and that friendliness on his own. Um, Jeff had it. It was one of my favorite things about him and sometimes one of my least favorites. And like it's something that I don't have. And I wish that I was that person that could just like walk up to people and like, hey, how are you doing? What do you and just like gobble with them? And like, I don't have that. And so that's a trait that I want Jeffrey to develop and to have it's I think it's really important um for where I want him to go in life which is just to be a good person and be a leader and you know be just be good to people put good into the world um so there there were already a couple friends that he had missed out on and he saw this giant group of kids and um, I was encouraging him to go and talk to them, you know, go ask them to play. And he really wanted to. And I could tell that he was so nervous. So he started heading over to them. And he's so weird. And I, I have a video. Maybe I'll post it with this. Um, he starts walking over to them, but like a dog. So he's like crawling on all fours and like barking in the video. If I post it, you'll hear him barking. Um, and he goes over to them and the kids are all playing in the water and he just like sits next to them like a dog and is like barking, barking and then asks the kid if he wants to play. And the, one of the kids is like, no. And so he comes back, of course, super upset because um, the kids don't want to play. And I sit him in my lap and I'm hugging him and I'm like, it's you don't want people to play with you if they don't want to play with you. Like, it's OK, I'll play with you. We can still have fun. It's fine. Um, and he was like, I want to try again, but I'm scared. Like he wanted to go ask them again, um, to play, but he was scared. And I was like, well, you know, maybe if you just go as human Jeffrey, maybe they don't speak dog. And maybe if you just go as human Jeffrey and just ask them in English, if they want to play with you, like maybe they'll say yes. Um, and he said to me that he didn't want to go as human Jeffrey because he didn't want them to look at his body. So obviously when he's dog Jeffrey, he's on all fours and like he can't really see his body because he's walking like a dog. Um, but human Jeffrey has to stand upright and stand up straight and, you know, talk like a human, speak English. Um, and at first when he said it, I was like, wait, what? You don't want them to see your body? And I, I thought it was like a naked thing like I've taught him like your body is private you don't let anyone touch it that you don't want to touch it or you know if it's uncomfortable like your body is private it's yours um but then he said he didn't want them to laugh at his body and like he's not even five years old Jeffrey will be five in August like how does a five-year-old have a fear of something as like inconsequential as his body being ridiculed 
unless it's something that has happened before or unless it's something that he's seen happen before. Um, and so, of course, this brought up like a bunch of questions in my brain. Like, is he being made fun of at school? Am I setting the wrong example? Like, and because you don't know, like, I don't know what if I might be saying something to myself in the mirror and Jeffrey overhears or something like you don't know. Um, and so I asked him, like, what do you mean they're going to laugh at your body? Why would they laugh at your body? He just, you know, he just kept saying they're going to laugh at me. They're going to laugh at my body. I don't want them to make fun of my body. Um, and so, you know, I told him, I said, your, your body is amazing. You, you have super great legs and they give you cheetah speed and you have super strong arms and you can lift your bucket full of sand and bring it to the water and you have a super great belly and it eats all the food you like and keeps you full and keeps you happy and it tastes great things like your body is amazing um and I was trying so hard to like get that emotion out of him as quickly as I can which I know is like impossible obviously now that I know that this is a thing for him or if this does turn out to be a thing for him I know it's something that I am gonna have to dedicate myself to working on with him for as long as it takes to get it out of him because I'll be damned if my kid is gonna be walking around like the rest of us all are freaking out about something as stupid as a body um and but the fact that I couldn't take it away from him fast enough it felt like and like I couldn't um fix that for him or like realign that for him right there in that moment was literally the like the slowest torture that I think anybody could ever go through. And then I started thinking to myself, like, this is a bigger problem than even I see it to be. If my five-year-old, who, by the way, is one of the most beautiful children, like, I know all of our kids are beautiful, but this kid, like, my God, like, the sun rises and sets on this kid's smile and he's like a mini tank like <laughs> if you knew his dad you know exactly how he's built they're built like like bulldozers like with the the big rolly um those machines that like do the the concrete or like the pavement or whatever when they're like repaving a road with like the big rolly things in front like a, a steamroller they're built like steamrollers and like massive shoulders and like like he's he's a mini tank this kid and he's beautiful and his head like beautiful eyes beautiful smile beautiful hair all of it um and it's like how could something so beautiful and so innocent already be like twisted and like how could this perception like how is this already like a fear and something for him and so not to like um what's that expression beat a dead horse with a stick or something um where I'm just repeating the same thing and trying to get across the same message like 
this is why it's so important and I know that like this is a behavior that we've all learned and that's been passed down and for a lot of us I know for me it's like a cultural thing like it's just in our culture that the smaller you are the more beautiful you are the more you're worth it doesn't make sense and but it also doesn't show any signs of going away and it's like it has to go away um I don't know why my son, my four and a half year old son was afraid of somebody seeing his body or thought that somebody was going to make fun of his body. Um, I have already messaged his teacher to see if there's anything going on at school. I tried to, you know, get it out of him. Like, well, what do you think they're going to make fun of you about? What are, what could they possibly say? What's wrong with your body? Um, and he wasn't giving it up. Um, which also makes me think that like maybe this is just something he's saying like I know that our kids can repeat a lot of the things that we say and like um mimic a lot of the emotions maybe that we show or things like that but something about it and maybe it's just the fact that it felt so fucking familiar um and that's why I'm taking it so serious but like if you if you didn't get the message in the episode, if you didn't, you know, if it didn't resonate that way with you, please get the message now that it, if it's not your body, like, we can't control your eyeballs. Look at what you want to look at, but just shut the fuck up. Like, you don't have to say, like, not every thought that comes into our heads is a golden nugget, right? Like, some things we can and really should keep to ourselves um and just like body comments are one of them you don't know how they're gonna hit you don't know what they're gonna do you don't know what that person's body is fighting like you just don't know and as nice as that comment might seem to you and is as good intentioned as it may might be um like keep your good intention to yourself on that one I think or just you know bake them a cake or buy them a slice of pizza or give them a candle like something like if you want to be nice find another way to do it it's we are also used to having appearances and like the body and looks and stuff like that be the first thing we comment on because it's been put on such a pedestal for us all our lives. Um, and it's something that's been taught, you know, from generation to generation. And so uh, even me, I, I do make an effort to, um, comment or, you know, compliment on something other than people's physical appearance. But sometimes it's it's an awkward moment or you don't know what to say or it's someone you just met and you you know you say oh my god you're so skinny oh my god you look so great um and like we just all have to learn to go for something more like value something a little more maybe just say like oh I love how you matched that color with that or wow that was so smart I can't believe you figured that like just something but like it's hard dealing with it at 31. I will literally set fire to everything 
if my five-year-old has to deal with it. Like, it's not okay. I can't imagine somebody else's kid feeling that way or somebody else having that conversation with their kid. Like, I hope and pray, like, that's not something that happens all the time. And I really hope and pray that when I look into it or when I dig a little deeper more into it, it's not anything other than Jeffrey just mimicking something or, you know, just not being able to um, put the right emotions into words or like put the right, you know, whatever was going through his head, put it into words the right way. Um, because it really could be that. But it's just one of those moments where like, you see the world that we're living in. And like, we're so desensitized to it. And we are just so numb to it. Because obviously, we've been going through it for so long. And we're just exhausted from it that we're all just trying to make it through. But when you see it through the eyes of your kids, and it's like, fuck, man, like this kid hasn't even started. You know what I mean? Like, he can't even, he doesn't even feel good running around the beach in his swim trunks anymore. Like, literally, I had to put his shirt on him. He wanted me to put his shirt on him before he went and asked them again to play with him. And they said no again, but, like, he wasn't going to go without his shirt. And, like, this is a kid that, from the minute we moved back to Long Island, has been on a beach just about every day of his life winter fall spring like we are beach bums and he's never had a problem with running around in his shorts he's never had a problem being naked he's my kid like the first thing I do when I get home is drop my pants at the door and like peel all my clothes off myself like and so this was a really like not normal thing for him and it was something that was super out of the ordinary um and not to like go in circles but like let's figure this one out you guys if not for our own sakes and like for our own sanity and our own self-love and self-care and mental health and like just making things good and like for the sake of our kids and if you don't have kids for the sake of the kids in your life that you love your nieces your nephews your grandkids your whoever your neighbor's kids like just for that sake alone so that they don't have to feel the things that we feel that we're trying so hard to like come back from um that's all just let's what like I wish we could like do a hands in and right now and all of us make a pact like we're gonna do better about this um but that's it. I just wanted to drive that point home a little bit more and share something a little personal that just to say, like, the proof is there every single day that this is something that's happening. And it's something that really does have like a, a long lasting effect and like a really adverse effect. And let's just work on it. That's all, you guys. I hope you all had a super great Sunday fun day. Um, thank you for everybody who listened to me ramble for this long. Thank you to everybody who listened to our last episode before this, our body positivity episode. Um, 
You can follow me on Instagram at Generally Speaking. Um, our show is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor FM app. And don't forget to follow us to get notifications every Sunday when we release new episodes. Thank you guys so much. Love you. Bye.